Hey, what it do with the business is? It's another week in the books. Little delay there, my bad, with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holler at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on Instagram, Twitter, and sometimes Snapchat. I am Spike Lou in the same tweet streets as I always be posted up. Just doing work right there in them tweet streets mm. uh might catch me on ig sometimes i am spike blue on all the social sites i'll let you go on facebook man shout out to 50 and up crowd absolutely man <laughs> damn 50 and up you know, that's what facebook that's a stomping ground for the 50 and uppers mm. they can have that man <laughs> hey listen great feedback on the episode last week shout out starlito that's our guy we did an album review his paternity leave great feedback we appreciate everybody checking it out we appreciate all the new listeners man triple salute absolutely man we always get big numbers when we do starlito episodes friend of the show man nashville represent i always want to show some hometown love man so i enjoyed the album still listening to it now man you guys go if you didn't or like more well, that they knew here, then they definitely hear from that. They they listen to it. But if you haven't listened to it, go check out this star lead on man. Absolutely, man. Don't sleep. And before we get into the episode, first now we gotta kick it off. How how you hanging in there with the uh, how's COVID and all that shit on your side of town? Man, um numbers are up. <laughs> like, they saying. And on on the news it's saying the numbers are back up since people weren't paying attention. Um we are banned from traveling to Europe right now. Mm. You got to wear a mask if you're going to the Caribbean. I had a trip planned for August. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Yeah. Uh, but, man, it is what it is. Like, you know, slow grinding it out. What do you think? What yeah, you got going? Nah, plus one. It's, it's business as usual. I'm chilling. Yeah, did you have any, um, my bad, did you have any uh, vacations, anything planned? Yeah, I had one in May. But that's, mm, Did you reschedule? Nah, we just, just, we just got out of there. Yeah, you got right. anything that you're going to replace that with? Like travel Are you you done for the year? You out of there? Yeah, I think I'm done for the year. Mm-hmm. I do want to go to Vegas, though, and they are going to be giving tax cuts and incentives if you travel within the states the next three, about two or three years. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take advantage of that. I want to go to Vegas to the to the Raider Stadium. That's what you're risking it for? Nah, I'm, motherfucker. That's what I said, 2021, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Shit. Well, let me ask you a question then. Okay. You're a Packers fan. Absolutely. And I promise y'all we're going to get to hip-hop in just a second. Okay. If they play the NFL season this year, you can get Packers tickets for dirt cheap. Are you risking it to go to a football game? In Lambeau Field? Yes. Nigga, hell yes. Wow. What? What? I had three masks on, nigga. I'm there. You ain't talking about nothing. Fuck it. I might. I get COVID uh, for that. I'll do the, That's the trade off. You, you, you're trading. You, you'll go get COVID to be at Lambeau Field, like right there where they jump at. Like right there. <laughs> listen, in the, listen, I'm hugging the hell out of Devontae Adams when he jumping my motherfucking arms, nigga, when he scored that, that damn game when it touched down. just going to be there spreading it. It ain't no more jumps, huh? Like, they ending that. That's going to be a wrap. Niggas are ending handshakes and daps, yeah, so the jumps man. are over with. That's wild, man. But hopefully we can get. Sp- Things, uh, you know, going cracking back. People still in the streets protesting. We appreciate it, man. Shout out to the Generation Next. Getting Absolutely. it done out here, making changes. A couple laws passed, man. Um, so things are, things are moving slowly but surely, man. But we're here to talk about hip-hop. Yeah, man. Um, before we foremost, kick things off, rest in peace, Huey. Um, St. Louis rapper most known for Pop Lock and Drop It uh, was killed on the 26th, 27th. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a double shooting. 
man, it's, it's rough. He was only 32 years old, which is crazy considering I thought that song felt like such a long time ago. That was 06. So I didn't know he was that young when that dropped, man. So most definitely condolences to his friends, family, um, and fans. Yes, condolences to Huey, uh, man. Definitely sorry to hear about that. One of those people in the 2005 and six era that were able to capitalize off this style of music that was not the norm for hip-hop, and he did his thing with the pop, lock, and trumpet. So my condolences to his uh, family and friends, as you said. Absolutely, man. Now let's get to the show, man. Coming up on today's show, uh, Little Baby's asking price for features through the roof. Westside Gun shades his label, no pun intended. And we recap that Jada Kiss and Fabulous breakdown. But first, mm -hmm. uh, let's talk the BET Awards recap. Despite COVID, BET Awards went down this past Sunday. Um, people were unsure of how this was going to play out, but it turned out it was a virtual award show hosted by Amanda Seals. Performances by the baby, <coughs> Megan Thee Stallion, and several other artists, Roddy Rich also. Um, grave reviews on Twitter. Were you feeling it as much as the people were on social media? Um, yes, in short. I usually don't tune in night of the BET Awards, but as you stated, that Rona is out and about, so I mean, it wasn't anything better to do. So I sit there and I watch the BET Awards, and I was actually entertained by this. It went a lot smoother than it usually goes down in person, so I guess that's why I was there for it. The production was good. The performances mm -hmm. was good. They weren't really focused on giving the awards, it didn't seem, but I was really impressed with the uh, the backgrounds. Like, like I said, again, the different performances. I think Summer Walker did a great job. Mm -hmm. Uh, in her performance, but it, it was good. The intro was dope with the NWA. Well, excuse me, the uh, Public Enemy. Fight the Power Public yeah. Enemy remix. So, I overall, yes, I was very impressed by this award. So, uh, even especially compared to years past. What about you? Yeah, I, I I almost want to jump on a limb and say this was one of the best ones, but I, I'll say this was one of the best ones in recent memory um, mm -hmm. because. I was thoroughly impressed with the production value of the shows and the performances. I didn't know what to expect going into this. I thought this was going to look like an early versus battle. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas on the Zoom call, <laughs> the bad um, Wi-Fi connection and shit. I didn't know if it was going to look like the NBA's horse. Uh, mm -hmm. Remember that shit? Oh, my God. I didn't even watch that. You, you took time out of your day to watch that, which is amazing to me hey still. Man, I needed sports. I needed a sports <laughs> fix. I thought that was going to be able to scratch that it. That didn't do it. That shit was trash. This was like Megan Thee Stallion performance. That shit looked like a Hype Williams video, bro. Like I was like, damn, this shit is tough. It was dope. And, and I, I will say, too, another thing I thought was smart was on the musical performances, they still used live like the, like the beat and stuff was still a live band. They didn't mm -hmm. just take the song and just, you know, basically make a video. They still kept the live percussions and shit. And I thought that shit sounded real good on Roddy Rich um, performance. So hey, kudos to BT. They pulled this one out of their ass. It probably cost them, you know what I'm saying? Because they probably lost a lot of money uh, from ticket sales and, and you know, the, the economy boost that comes with having that in, in the city. But uh, they pulled it off, man. I, kudos to them for sure. It was a dope. Really dope show. Uh, Roddy Rich had a great performance. 
Usher didn't care anything about that Rona. Uh, he was walking all up on Summer Walker. She was kind of <laughs> like, my bro, what are you doing? Uh, to review some of the winners, I know last week we made some predictions, so we'll go over a couple and see what we think about those. Uh, best female R&B pop artist, Lizzo, mm-hmm. as I predicted. True. All right. Yeah, you called it. Uh, best male R&B pop artist, Chris Brown. Shock. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah, he could probably win that area. Uh, Migo is one of the best group. I think we thought Chloe and Haley would walk away with that. Are you surprised at that? I am because Migos didn't even drop last year. They haven't dropped in forever. So, uh, but then again, Chloe and Haley just came out like yesterday. So I, I don't know. I, right. I was a little surprised by that. I was I was rooting for Griselda and Jack Boys, but it's all good. One hundred percent, and we'll get to that Griselda later about mm-hmm. their uh, nomination. Uh, the baby won the best male hip hop artist over Drake, Future, Lil Baby, Roddy Rich, and, Tra- and Travis Scott. MVP, the baby, I see you, boy. And GTFOH. That's real. that was that was the most solid win on here. Absolutely not, man. Like. Maybe if you don't nominate Drake, future little baby, Roddy Rich, and Travis Scott, the baby wins. It. But if he's in the same category with them, I'm sorry, he just doesn't win that. So they they gave I, Roddy Rich album of the year, though. He deserved it. I was surprised that they gave him that. He definitely deserved it. I what was too. Uh, out of the people in the categories, he deserved it for sure. Who do we think was going to pick that? I think we said somebody else. He I'm won best Beyonce. new artist too. Yeah, I thought they'd give it to Beyonce. She did give a speech at the end, too. So that was pretty much it, man. Anything else you want to address there with the BET Awards? Yes, they showed the commercials for a couple of new docuseries that they got coming out. And, and listen to me. When I had my back turned to the TV and I heard P voice and I heard No Limit Soldiers come on the screen, I turned around and I was like, what the fuck is this? Please have this come on tomorrow. I need yeah, it immediately. I, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that Rough Riders one mm. we seen. And I'm ready for the, the Uptown one. Hard. With, uh, they three Harvey. for three with them. Man, and uh, they need to go on and stop playing. You get that Rockefeller footage that's online from at night. That, the Dynasty of the Rockefeller thing. You make that the season cap. Yeah. Like, let's run it. Bill hey, for, Simmons want to get his credibility back with black people. Do that Rockefeller 30 for 30. <laughs> we in there. For the, for the record, too, a lot of people may be like, man, it's on BET. Are they going to fumble it? Are they going to bumble it? The Def, the, uh, Def Row Chronicles series was fire. Was it? Man, I don't think I what? watched it. Nah, I that shit was hard. That. Nigga, it was like a little mm. four or five part series. They got them all right. Mm. I wonder, is it on their streaming service, which I don't have either? Yeah, you better get that free trial and run it. Let's go. That is a good idea. Next, your man's, my man's, everybody's man, Uncle Snoop. He's being called a hypocrite after the recent West Day Ever weekend and all the unveils that Kanye West had going on. Snoop was seen in the studio with Dr. Dre and Kanye West after two years (laughs) of criticizing your man's Mm -hmm. Kanye West. Would you call Snoop a hypocrite? Yeah, uh, it's fair. It's fair to call Snoop a hypocrite um, for the last two years. And I'll quote him on this. He said, anybody that supported Trump was a racist. (laughs) And that if you support him, quote, fuck you, fuck him too, and Kanye too. Uh, Don't forget about him, um, end quote. So, yes, I would have rathered him said, yo, I spoke with Ye, we squashed it, and then hit me with the studio footage. You you hitting me with the studio footage whispering in the background while Snoop and Dre are working, but you like a groupie, bro. Like he ain't even like he belonged in there. 
I was like, what is he? It was weird. I was like, what are you doing, dude? Man, quit hating, man. Get out weird of here, as hell. You just love Kanye West. Snoop stands on what he says. Kanye West is still an asshole for supporting Donald Trump <laughs> in everything that he done with it with his comments that he was getting backlash for. Now, Snoop is an old man. He's in that category of what we've coined here as contemporary rap. Yeah. So of course, man, you get an opportunity to work with two of the best producers ever, and you're going to be excited about it. Snoop is still and has always been a steward of the music industry. He loves this stuff. He said that time and time again, which is why he still drops albums. Come on, man. You didn't come off like a groupie. You see, he didn't apologize for what he said to Kanye West. For all we know, he said fuck him when he walked in that studio. Nah, door. not the way he was acting on that video. No. He was just acting like he was going to do a song with Dr. Dre and Snoop. I mean, with Dr. Dre and Kanye West. Can you imagine that? Dr. Dre and Kanye featuring Snoop Dogg? He act, come on, he, listen, man. he acted like a fan who was told, <laughs> sit is. in the back That's why and he was don't so say nothing. <clears throat> That's why he was so disappointed. With everything came out with Kanye. He's a fan. We all were fans. We liked that guy. We didn't know what we were seeing with the new guy. So, man, I don't blame Snoop for being excited with this. Like, when I, I see where he's coming from with the with the video and everything. Like, it's just Kanye and Dre at the end of the day. Like, mm-hmm. has that happened before? Not that I'm not off the top of my head. No, I but remember them working together. Don't quote like, me it's on a that. Big deal. It's a big deal. No, it is. But fans have a right. Fans of the culture have a right to ask questions, brother. Last time you were seen speaking on Kanye West, you shitted on him profusely. He should have put in the caption, and it's still fuck Kanye. Now that would have been funny. Let people know. Now, now that would have been respectable, actually. (laughs) But don't stand there and go, "Hey guys, Kanye's work. He's got good music, guys." As if you didn't Damn. shit on him and his family, bro, for 48 months straight. People get weird when Kanye get around, man. I seen a video on Twitter with uh, Kid Cudi watching the nigga play Sonic. He sucked too, by the way. First of all, Kid Cudi is weird. Did you see that? I did. Mm. Uh, you talking about with the little wall game? Yeah, that was killing. Yeah, that motherfucker hard. I slick need that, that tomorrow. <laughs> that motherfucker tough. But Cudi is a, is kind of a, an, an, a unique individual. And he's got a podcast coming soon, too. Is that what too. they call it now? Yeah, he's unique. Unique. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Would you, you listen know. to his podcast? It ain't about music or anything like that. I would check it out because I'm interested in just different subjects as far as podcasting. So I would, if he's serious about the different subjects that he's talking about, then, yeah, I would check it out. Yeah. Because one thing about Kid Cudi, though, I don't listen to a lot of his music. He, he's a good actor. True. So I, I guess he's a thespian of sorts. He's a yeah. man of the arts. So I wouldn't put anything creatively past him. I check him out. Yeah, how to make it in America was criminally underrated. Facts. Ooh. He was in something else too. What was what else was Kid Cutting in? Was he an entourage? He was an entourage, and I'm rewatching that and it's yeah. great show. Johnny Drama might be the best side character in in T V history. Yeah, shit. No, you gassing it, but it's yeah. fire though. Johnny Drama and Ari too though. But yeah, Ari was the shit too. Facts. Um, next up, man, let's talk little baby. Uh, recently he I mentioned die. that, um, little baby, arguably the hottest rapper in the game right now. You could say that. OPF. Yes. Let's go. Um, <laughs> he just mentioned the other day that I had an asking price for his feature in case you were looking to get little baby on your song. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost you a hundred thousand flat. Is that all? No, shit. My question is that too high, too low, or just right? Is that all? Oh, like <laughs> right now, as you stated, 
Lil Baby is the hottest in the game. Arguably. Hottest rapper in the game, period. <laughs> Unless you're talking about one of the big threes. Okay. With Kendrick Cole or Drake. So if I'm not talking Kendrick Cole or Drake, then a hundred thousand for a little baby verse to me it seems like a bargain, mm. especially right now, especially off the new single that he dropped with the Black Lives Matter theme in the video. You can't go wrong with little baby, and to top it all off, all of that stuff, he's killing shit too. Mm. He's murdering all of his features right now as well. So, man, you get a little baby verse, you, you're subject to be the next one up, especially how Atlanta culture is. They embrace the underdogs. They embrace the underground. Uh, people get broken every day here on the radio. The, the local rapper here is liable to be the next star in the next six months. If you got a little baby feature for 100000 like I said, that's a bargain. Uh, so I'm here for it. Man, listen, this is entirely too high. Um, Fuck out of here. I, listen, I'll give him the arguably the hottest rapper out right now. That, that mm-hmm. that's that's a fair assessment. And with that being said, if I am a newly signed artist and I have a nice, a decent little budget from the label, there's no way in hell I'm spending a hundred thousand on a verse of anybody not named Aubrey Graham. That's the <laughs> only nigga that's getting a hundred bands for a verse. Because you a stand boy. That's no. It. Because that's it. because and listen, Drake not doing no verse for a hundred thousand either. <laughs> Like what? I'm just telling you, that's the only nigga I'm giving that to. If it came down to it, like Drake not moving for 100 racks, bro. Like you gotta understand, and these Corona prices too. Mm. Like it's another tax on that niggas ain't been working, nigga. Hell yeah, I want a hundred thousand for this feature. (laughs) I'm Drake. I want a million. Like right now, you want a Drake feature? Million? (laughs) Who who I need to call? Get him on the line, nigga. Get them to sign off on this shit. And same thing for Cole. At least five hundred thousand. If listen, if you get Kendrick baby, Lamar, one point five. The fuck out of here <laughs> right now for a Kendrick Lamar verse. No, these niggas. Listen, your song will be fire. No, not without question. You get little baby on your shit, your song gonna be banging. You get Drake on your shit, you're a star overnight. That's what I'm saying. That that's what you pay for. You paying mm-hmm. for the look. Yeah, that's I- it. Drake is Magic Johnson with the with the assist. Yeah, that's baby true. hasn't he hasn't broke anybody to my knowledge on that level yet. I'm not saying it can't happen. It just hasn't happened yet. So them hundred bands got to go to something else. Forty two Doug, you wouldn't consider him broken by little baby. Well, like, what's another nigga to rap? Oh, yo, got it. Okay, it's another nigga to rap with. Fopf, I can't think of his name. But to your Freddy point, or, no, possibly. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, to your point, though, that's why I think this is a bargain. Like. We spoke with Wendy. Uh, you want to go through the archives, the, the the very intelligent Wendy Day, and she got cash money there deal. She told us what it costs mm. for young artists to get on. That's upwards of $100,000, yeah, right? About one fifty. MGK spent about one fifty to get on. One fifty to get on, yeah. right? Now, of course, if I'm in a position where I'm just getting on, I'm not giving Lil Baby $100,000, it'd be outrageous because you're just going to have a song with Lil Baby. But if I'm in a position and people know my name and it's 100000 for a Lil Baby verse, man, run it. What it's level? What me- level are we like? Like if you Russ? Like what level are we talking uh, about? Russ bigger than Lil Baby. That's fair. Uh, I mean, just numbers-wise, right, internet-wise. Right, right. Man, if I'm... Like not a vet. Like what do you like? What what you mean? Like are you a boogie? Like a young nigga in the, in New York or something? A boogie definitely can put a hundred thousand on a on a, a little baby verse, and it's a bargain for him. That makes sense. Now that makes sense. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, like if I'm black, 
six lakh. Okay, and gotcha. I wanted him on a feature. And it's niggas that really just don't get down with that that vibe right there. But I wanted some shit to touch the streets because I felt like I could lace a hook or something. Mm. Man, I'm dropping that hundred thousand. Like, let's do it tomorrow. That makes sense. But it, at the same time, if I'm a little baby and they telling me that Drake want a million, I'm probably doing that too. You have to. Yeah. That, that, so that's why I, I think it's relative on where you are in your career. Like it ain't. Him naming their prices is that's to start negotiations. Mm. Is everybody gonna get charged a hundred? No. You know, like some people gonna get charged more than that. Some people gonna get charged less, depending on what you negotiate. This little homie from the hood with four PF and introduced by his homeboy to rap. He got sixty cash, let's run it. That's true. You know, we're pulling up, let's go. I ain't gotta tell nobody about this. I just pulled up for a sixty thousand dollar bag. But um, might be, I think might, that, be, might uh, get a thirty five if we just talking brown if, paper yeah, bag. If we just, yeah, if we just like here and you you cool with my homeboy, you got thirty five thousand right there in that bag. Man, come on, man, what yeah. you need sixteen? Let's run it. I ain't telling nobody. <laughs> no accountants got to know about this. But I think that a hundred thousand gives people a reasonable expectation, even when they come to them to talk. Like you know, like at least I got to start somewhere around eighty five. That's true. To even get a deal. So I think it's fair. If being that he's the hottest rapper. In the, you know that we consider it in the game. Real quick though, speaking of Russ, did you see that Instagram post he put up about the money he made on streaming? Mm-mm. Break Man. it down. Listen, he said he said the, he said first of all this is for inspirational purposes only, mm-hmm. of course. But he broke oh. down his monthly streaming money dating all the way back to 2013 to show what happens when he signed. A partnership with somebody and when he owned his own masters and did it independently he showed the differences in money that he was making per month he made a lot more money independently absolutely 100% owning this shit so he, he was telling people he, he was showing this to the younger audience uh, you know the younger artists that are independent like own your own shit when you sign paperwork make sure you own your masters because this is how your shit will look versus when you don't own your masters and he pointed out the months that he didn't own them and it was like you see you see the difference you see the dip, but these numbers are crazy. I'm finna come out with a mixtape next week, dude. Like, this shit is nuts. What's some of the numbers? <laughs> these, so, he really turned up around 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, July of 2016, he made 124000 on streams. That's mm-hmm. just for the month. August 2016, he made 102000 then the what? dip happened because he signed a deal. He made 64000 in September and ninety nine in October. He got out of that partnership and bounced right back. November, 118000 December, 151000 So he was independent, signed, and then independent? Well, I don't know if he was independent. I just know he owned his, he owned his shit. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, because, hmm. see, he moved some of it. He partnered with Columbia for his debut in that time, and then that's when – it kind of he kind of lost a little bit of that steam, but he ended it October 2017, and he made two hundred and eighty two thousand dollars a month on streams. Mm. Two hundred and eighty two fucking thousand dollars in one month for Russ. In what month was that? Oc- that was December 2017. Was December 27. What song? I mean, was excuse that? me, October 2017. Hell, if I know. <laughs> Nigga, that's nuts. The month before that's, that was two twenty five. The month before that's a that was one ninety one, bro. The month before that was two hundred and eight, one seventy three, one eighty three, two thirty two, two twenty four. What? That's a whole lot. That's, those are like 
millions of streams to equivalent to that type of money per month, right? They're they, they not even getting a penny per stream. Yeah, no, nah, it's the the the, the, the percentage. The, the stream nuts. numbers got to be stupid. God, bro, I'm, man, yeah, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, I see why niggas rap. Don't hate on the next nigga you see that want to rap. This is why because Russ makes two a quarter million a month off streams. He been doing this for. It took ten years to get to that point of rapping on SoundCloud. No, eh, well, yeah, 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 because he he didn't he didn't make any money on stream until about 2013. And and I'm when I mean money, I mean like fifty dollars. What West Side Gun got going on, man? Man, listen. The as we just mentioned, BET Awards just recently passed, and West Side Gun felt a little way. And by felt a little way, I mean he sent a tweet out and he said he wonders the Shady Records even know that they've been nominated for Best Group. Uh with that being said, do you think that West Side Gun and his compadres, the rest of Griselda, could have found a better landing spot than Shady Records? Like an armchair quarterback here. Yeah, this is a rough one because they've grown in popularity immensely in the last two, three years since they've signed with Shady. But I don't know how much of that is groundwork that Gun and Conway and Benny have laid down, or is that marketing and placement that Shady has helped with? I. I I don't know. I do know one thing. The first time that I heard of them was a blog page because they had signed to Shady to begin with. And it was Eminem signs, fill in the blank. That's going to make headlines across all sites. And that's going to put you in front of a lot of people who Mm. may not have been aware of you to begin with, like me. So I'll say no. I think they're good where they are. Um, They seem seem to be able to drop whenever they want to. I ain't gonna let you tell that lie. That wasn't the reason that you found out about the yeah, what? West Side Gun. Fam, I had never Combat heard them Jack before was this talking one. about them when we were listening to Combat Jack. You that, remember he used to talk stuck, about them? though. But you didn't go listen to it after that. I know I tried then. And I wasn't fucking with. It. I was like, ah, no, nah, I didn't. Rough. I didn't. And he may have said that, but it didn't stick with me. I, I, mm. He may have. I don't doubt that. Or I may not have heard that episode. I don't know. What episode mm. did he mention them on? Like, I ain't got it was clue. several episodes. No, no, it was a it was a consistent thing. They were on there. They were oh, okay. on there at one point, and then they were doing one of those little roundtable episodes, and he was talking about there was a group he was most excited about. I want to say this was seventeen too. Okay, the beginning of seventeen. No, nah, I, I don't I don't remember that. The first time I heard of them was Eminem signs new group out of Buffalo, and I was like, oh, let me see what this shit sound like. That's mm. that's that was the first time I had heard of them. Mm. So I, I can't. So going back, I can't say that that was a bad move because that's how I got put on. And like I was saying, they seem to drop whenever they want to, and it doesn't seem to be a lot of red tape whenever they want to do solo shit off to the side. So I mean, I fuck it, man. It it, it, it looks like it's working right now. What you think? I think that there's a, a different expectation when you sign to a shady records, especially if you are as talented as these guys are. And I I just think that that expectation is never met because once these different groups of people get there, they realize that it's all about Eminem. Like you said, it was the fact that Eminem signed a group that made you go listen to him. And I think expecting to be number one ever at Shady Records will probably be a fantasy for anybody. We've seen Slaughterhouse go through it. Yeah. I think, is Jordan Lucas signed to them? No, 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 no. He's not. No, but, but mean, we, we see Slaughterhouse go through it. We had D twelve. Like there's yeah, there've been groups and people that are signed to Shady Records, but it's it's, it's all about Eminem, and that's not a bad thing. Shit, he's a cash cow. Yeah. 
So it has to be all about him. He keeping the lights on. And I think he signs these vanity projects because he likes the people and they can rap like Slaughterhouse. They can rap like um, Griselda, but it just never pans out because they can never pay the attention that they need to to those groups. And I get, I think that's the fantasy with those groups when they sign with Shady or Eminem is that finally somebody who knows what it's like to be uh, a rapping ass motherfucker, but don't get the recognition we need. Now I can go over here and have a rapping ass motherfucker give me the recognition, but it never happens. Mm. You know, like I don't think they never get broke off like they expected to. So I don't, I don't even really think that it's fair. I think the expectations are kind of probably too high for Shady and what they would be able to do for people other than, hey, you signed with Eminem, now I'm going to check you out, like you said. So I expect this. This is the normal route for groups that have signed with them. We've seen Slaughterhouse, like I say, last like two deals, two records. Griselda probably will be in and out of this deal fairly quickly, too. It's just like the the gift and the curse of being with Shady. Yeah, and... Listen, we probably talked more about them and they BET Awards on our episode last week because we seen they were nominated for Best Group. It was like, bet, they need that W right there. That'd be dope. BET got their ear to the street a little bit. But, like, Okay, but let's play that out. Let's be devil's advocate. Like, if I'm Eminem, what I'm calling and congratulating you for a BET Award, nigga, I'm, I'm Eminem. Like, no, what? What no, do you guys want? No, no, no. <laughs> like, do, but do you feel what I'm saying? Like, what if if I'm in? What do you want me to call and personally congratulate you? My no, man? Shady Record. This is really simple. Shady Records, the Instagram, the Twitter account. They can go on Canva and make a fucking <laughs> post with all three of the guys and congratulations to Griselda for their BET nomination in 2020. Like that's mm-hmm. it for best group. Bring some attention to the shit. Mm-hmm. Show them that you're paying attention. Like. Well, who do, do, who works for Shady other than Eminem? <laughs> That's the point, though. I think if you have people that are in tune and know that you have such a hot item like Griselda, then you're doing that. But if the people that work there are used to Eminem keeping the lights on, paying the bills, and it's like, oh, Eminem ain't dropped, and I ain't got no work to do. Nah, like if that's on Eminem, then. <laughs> exactly. That, that is, I think that that's on Eminem from a hiring standpoint. I think that the expe- expectations are always for groups when they go over there it's like I'm going to get a motherfucker like Eminem to pay attention to my projects now and who knows what that means for me as an artist as a lyricist but it don't happen that way it's just a record label that's pumping Eminem mm. <laughs> like that's what it is Yeah, that's, that's that ain't nothing there that, that, that nothing explains nothing. why nobody else took off then and they're yeah. winning in spite of Shady Records then yeah, if that's the case exactly, exactly. And, I'm, and I'm not I'm not shitting on it I'm not saying it ain't working clearly they're keeping it popping with Eminem, but that's what they're there for. Like, we here to pump Eminem. Yeah. Uh, shout out to them, though. Westside Gun got something coming out Friday. Absolutely. Yep. The cover art was crazy, too, wasn't it? Yeah, with, with the, he got the babushka on or whatever that's called. Yeah, it's killer. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, okay. Always on, excited man. when they drop. Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking with it. I need, that. I need a full-length Benny uh, project, though. Any quick bullshit. Mm. Where you at? Are you ready for him on the, the modern day, not... Alchemist beats like you ready to hear him with Boy Wonder and shit. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> what is that? What we waiting on if that's what we waiting on, then take your time. I listen, August, September, and you ready to hear that Benny and Kanye? Oh my, listen, oh my that Benny god. and Drake, that'll be stupid, man. man. That's stupid, yeah. Yeah, let's make that. Happen. I'm waiting on that though. I can't wait till that happens. Though. I'm, 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 I'm almost to the point of like you said a couple episodes ago. Where I'm tired of the, I'm tired of y'all niggas piecing this shit out now. Yeah. Come on with the main ingredient. I'm tired of appetizers and shit. Yeah, I need that entree, big dog. Yeah. 
Um, all right, man. Let's talk about this Jada Kiss and Fabulous. Very entertaining uh, versus battle. The latest versus battle in the series that is brought to you by Swiss and Timberland. Is Timberland still a part of this? He done fell all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they was doing the interview. He was, doing, okay. he was there. Yeah, Swiss done took his off. Like, you know how Timberland do. He's like ad-libbing. And then okay. Swiss do the heavy lifting. That's fair. Um, it, this I is, think it's real. Atten- this is my opinion. I don't know this to be fact, but I think it's really dope that he kept Timberland around because Swiss could have ran with this. <laughs> That's a fact. And been like, this is my versus, nigga. That's true. Um, I will say this, though. This was this was the second true rap battle um, next to um, Ludacris and Nelly. Mm-hmm. Most, of, and most of the other ones have been producers, singers, songwriters. Um, so this was the second rap battle. With that being said, going into it, did you have what was your expectation knowing that this was the second one of two uh, rappers and the two rappers that are in it, Fab and Jada, who a lot of people put in the same category? Uh, expectations. It, it piqued my interest again. You, uh, other people enjoyed his verses a lot more than I was enjoying it. Like when it was two rappers, that was entertaining to me because I like. I like that genre. Uh, other ones, I was like, okay, cool, and got in and tapped out. With this one being Jada Kiss and Fab, I was interested to see how they would put on a performance. Like we've said time and time again with these, it's, it's, it's not only about the songs that you select. It's about how you engage the audience, how entertaining you are, knowing when to play what. So... I was very interested when this was rolled out and named it was going to be Jada Kiss and Fab for Fab's personality, Jada Kiss personality, mm-hmm. listen to him on a couple of podcasts. So for those reasons alone, just to see how these guys would play it, I was 100% tuned in, ready for this. I think this may have been my most anticipated one to this point. Mm, yeah. What about you? I, no, I was excited too. Um, I thought the um, I thought the promo for it was dope with the Knicks jersey, like all that shit was fire. Um, this, these, I think this was a good match. These were two evenly matched um, people. You know what I'm saying? They're both from pretty much the same era. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you could argue Jada is a little bit more on the street side. Fab is a little bit more on the commercial side in terms of like big records and shit. But I, I still thought that it was a good match. I honestly thought Fab had this one in the bag, though. Um, mm. Going into it, I thought Fab I was like, right, Fab got this. This is a layup. Fab got singles what? for days. I thought he was going to go <clears throat> for the hits. You know what I mean? But I, I underestimated Jada and, you know, what his street B-side joints would do. I under, I'm not going to lie. I underestimated that. Um, and I thought – but for good reason, though, it turned out to be a really good battle, and my score – this is the closest battle out of all of them. I've watched all of them except for the gospel one. You know, clearly I'm not watching that. And I didn't watch the um, the dance hall joint. I'm not watching that either. Like, that's a skip. I just don't fuck with the genres like that. But this is the closest battle I've seen. And out of 20 bangers, I had to score 9-9-2. Nine, nine, and two. Literally flat even. Straight <laughs> through. 9-9 nine, nine, and two ties. That's the flawless score. It's the only score. That's a on the fence. Like, no, that is a cop out school. Pick a winner, nigga. It's a tie. So ain't no tie. Get out of here, was, man. Bruh, listen, this was the closest one we've had. Period. What did you like, have? These because these were two uh, aligned opponents. I do agree with this being the closest one as far as the tell of the tape. Um, 
I I had Jada Kiss like thirteen to seven. Wow. Yeah, like easily too. Oh, like in a walk off, and the seven was late. Like he was putting up tra- uh, garbage time points as Let's far count. as bad boys. I promise you, there was some yeah, ties and- on here, bro. Look at look what, at what did you consider a tie? Give me the round. So I had Fab you Young OG versus Jada's Blood Pressure. That those that's a tie to me. How do you pick one of the and, and that that Jada? That's the one where he said the the headphones is on fire this time around. Mm-hmm. Styles. Like I that, tell you how I picked the, the, that over Young OG because Young OG is a fire song, but in a battle setting, that ain't it. Like, what? like man, my nigga, I'm not trying to like that's for me. Like when Jada Kiss responded to him playing that, he said the perfect thing. That's for me, nigga. I'm riding, smoking on the the interstate, the highway, wherever you at, whatever you call it. When you zoning out, dolo, you fail, body in the beat, tearing it down. Like you need to hear that then. We in a battle, my nigga, and this goes to another reason why I say. Did Jada kiss one? We in a battle, my nigga. Like we engaging. Like this is a fight. I ain't here to to, to vibe with you, my nigga, and play young OG and for me to tell you you ripped it and shit. At least me anyway. Like it can't be some some uh some 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 friendly moments. But right. overall, man, I'm trying to smash you. If I'm trying to smash you, I ain't playing young OG. That young OG is fucking young OG flames, dog. It's banging. Both of those uh, to me that was even. That's an even call right there, dog. And that can't let you go and ride or die, chick. That's even, bro. You can't pick one of those over the other. It's the same shit. Nah, ride or die, chick, bigger than that, man. What? Ride or die, you know it is. I really want to be with you. I gotta be real with you. I can't leave you. That was a cool song, but against ride or die, chick, it became a whole saying. Like that's that's a term now. That's, it wins true. just because of the head. Like it's, it's a term now. That's fair. She You're gave like, me head because the movie man. was whack. Word. Fab really need <laughs> Fab. I'm think I'm beginning to think that Fabulous has performance anxiety. Mm. He'll never show up in the big moments, man. Damn. Like this supposed to be better than that. Like Fab's been like he ain't been the same since the Ray J situation, man. Like it just it has not been the same, man. He funnier than this, man. He, he had some funny. good little jabs in there. Yeah. Some good, he had some funny stuff in there. If you a Fab fan, you, you had to watch for it. But Fab got off on some of his funny shit. But it's like Jada Kiss dominated this whole, like, oh, his persona, like, everything. Like, everybody's talking about Jada Kiss the next day. And that's what you want if you're Jada. Now, that's fair. Now, now, now you're right about that, though. Because there, there was three stages of Jada. Yeah, About man. them first five <laughs> or six songs, that was cool, Jada. He was too cool. He wasn't even getting up out the school. That was high, Jada. He went from high to drunk. Now, no, was, was, there was a middle piece in there where he was funny, Jada. Cause it was, that was the was, uncle. Like, that was a transition. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. He was period. tipsy, but he was funny, though. He was controlled. And the high was wearing off, and the alcohol was kicking in. At the end, it was drunk uncle kids. Then it was just, I'm here, my nigga. We turning up. He stole the we show. doing drunk that. dances and everything. Like, man, Jada kissed Hey, it was funny, dude. Where listen, where Fab fucked up because this is mm-hmm. a great example of commercial versus street, or in terms of rec- big records. And Jada had the underdog vote behind him. I understand that, but Fab tried to match Jada's street records early on. It's like, bro, it's, it's like when you got when you're playing Harden and you're trying to make him go right. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're trying to force him to go right. Like Harden can still score going right, but he's not nowhere nearly as effective as when he's going on the strong side with his left. Fab should have went with the left the whole game and just kept cooking niggas with the step back. Don't let them talk you out of playing that Trey Song song. I nigga, agree. That's a big record, nigga. What are you doing? That's like, what I'm saying. <laughs> Fab had too much pride going into this, man. Like in these battle situations, man, you gotta like. I would have let them motherfucking hits fly on Jada. Like, I don't care what you play, my nigga. You can play the grimiest shit ever. I'm uh, throw it in the bag, like boom. <laughs> I won, nigga. Super like, woman, just, say man, ah, man, I'm hitting shit. them with all big records. That's what I do. I'm Fab, dude. Like I ain't come here to play with you and that's why i think that he lost it i to 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 piggyback off of your point that's why i think he lost it like i ain't come here to match your energy and to be like whatever it may be if i'm in this versus i came to win and i'm hitting you with 20 big boy records find you some go through your crates and you find you some records bro other than that you lose and i don't think fab did that fab was trying to play into the street shit trying to be cool nigga would put like jada had a good jab on him when he said nigga gonna perform every song <laughs> <laughs> fab, he, he didn't know what it was like he didn't know what to do up there like he didn't want to be too funny and make jada mad it seemed like because he was drunk but he also didn't want to be like stiff and like not in it so he was somewhere in the middle and that just wasn't appealing like he needed we needed more fab man it, it just wasn't there it started off i'm not gonna lie it started off slow they, oh my God, they both was, were sitting down they both, both was, of too was too cool. high at the beginning yeah, yeah it was, it I was, was high. like bro what are y'all doing like if it's gonna be like this and Kiss was like, man, we don't need a story for every song. We don't need a story. This one right Just play here, the song. I wrote I wrote in the bathroom with my shirt off. I was like, what? Even that shit was kind of funny, though. But I was like, damn. Like, they, were, they, they went through the first 10 quicker than See, hell. Now, right, I agree with you. And I, we may get into this later. But now I need some rappers with a little bit more umph to them, like some personality. Like niggas that can get up there and be competitive without getting into a fight. You know what I mean? We need like, two rappers that don't like each other, bro. Fair. A GZ and Ross would be room. in there. Nah, I want them in the same room, though. <laughs> I want them in the same room. Because, look, it's a maturity factor. Like you can't fight every nigga you get mad at, man. We got to learn that as black people. So you got to be able to sit there and take his heat, my nigga, without throwing the fisticuffs. So, so it, it had to be 50 in somebody. Nah, 50 going to get beat up, though. Like, well, well it's going to be a fight with 50 because 50 don't know when to stop, though. It's a respect factor that 50 don't got. Mm. Like, it, 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 it would be T.I. and somebody. Like, I'm not sure who it would be because T.I. Can, can play that game It'd with you, It'd be T.I. and 50, bro. Oh, that'll be good. It'd be T.I. and 50, <laughs> bro. Good. Like, they, they play cordial and shit, but You're real talking about key. entertaining. Now, that'll be some entertaining shit right there. I think that's the one we've stumbled upon, the T.I. and 50 one. That's what I'm in saying. In the same room, though. In, in, in the same room makes it hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> nah, we need that. We need to call. We need to call Swiss and get him on the line with that. Because that, I think that one, that's, that that's going to break the, the internet right there. Like, that's going that should break versus records. Listen, what did, so the last song they played, mm. Fab played Breathe and Jada played We Gonna Make It. Mm. Which one, who do you have out of that though? That's nuts. You're gonna say I'm biased because it's 100% we gonna make it with Jada. It's 100% we gonna Thanks. make it. Thanks. Mm. Breathe ain't like 
we gonna make it is a bigger song than breathe if we just going by that measure alone but breathe is a more like that's a a rap hit you know what i'm saying like uh, it, it has it's probably been like a movie or two maybe it's a little bit of a cheat code though because he, he doing that with styles it's the, though it's the what he doing that with what it's, it's jada and styles on it that's a little bit of a cheat code Mm. No, no, niggas been playing. That's that's what I was gonna ask you about next. How you feel about him playing the victory? Because niggas been playing songs they wrote throughout the verses. And ain't I'm no not mad at verses. that. Okay, so what's wrong with having styles on the niggas been doing features and shit? No, but I'm saying, but verses a song uh, that ludicrous whole battle was featured during during a when you're battling against somebody and they play a song that they did on that's a hit on their own, and you play a hit that you had somebody featured Man, on that co-wrote. That's what I'm saying. Like, niggas playing too cordial with these rules. I'm trying to win every round. If I got to play We Gonna Make It against Breathe, then I'm playing We Gonna Make It. Let's run it. You tell me afterwards that it was wrong. Otherwise, give me the point. That victory was nuts, though. It was nuts. And, and not, not playing big versus criminal. Oh, my God. Couldn't. First of that all, was criminal. they should have replaced the DJ, right? As soon as that DJ <laughs> cut off big verse, I right, get that nigga out of here, bro. Get him out of here. Who, who, we need a backup DJ. Oh my God! And Kiss was going in on, which was hilarious. And Kiss trying to DJ, rap, all of that shit, man. Drunk Jay the Kiss is a treasure. One hundred. No, hold on. I ain't gonna lie though. After a while, Drunk Jay the Kiss got on my nerves. <laughs> it was funny because he funny. was on there like, how many times you gonna say that that's Black Rob? That wasn't Black Rob's song. That was really ours. So you said that shit six times, bro. But Fab was it. fucking with him though. That's the funny Fab. No, though. Fab like, was trying to just keep it soul. moving. No, he was not. He kept fucking with him, saying it's Black Rob song, and he was looking at the camera. Oh, yeah, and shit. That like that's funny. the funny Fab though. <laughs> like you gotta look for Fab funny. Like he gonna hit you with the subtle shit. Cause that was very first Black Rob song. No, that's that was, Black Rob shit though. I ain't gonna lie. Well, Black Rob shit. It made me because I went back and listened to the playlist, which was fire. You know what I'm Facts. saying? Like, what'd you listen to it on? Title. Yeah. They like man, like these niggas was real shit. I hadn't heard in a minute. Like, hey, this motherfucker. Like, this is what verses is supposed to be about, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, this is a picture perfect versus minus Jada getting a little too drink champy drunk. Um, this was this was perfect, but the feed was on point. I'm watching it at the crib on TV on Apple TV. It's popping HD shit. If they can find a way to combine the Instagram comments and put those on Apple Music, I really be in business. Like then we mm. you cook it with hot grease. They figure that shit out. But this was this was a this was a, a this is probably one of my favorite ones. I, it's the closest one. I fucking nine nine two. That's what I got it, man. It's, it, it don't get no closer than that. Closest is fifteen nine two. It's the closest you can get. I don't believe that. The closest you can get. Jada Kiss dominated this. This is a thorough performance by Mr. Uh, Mr. Kiss, Mr. Jason. Is Jason? That's his real name. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thorough performance by him, man. He came and did what he had to do. Who, who next up, man? I think I think Ei and Fifty Ross would be good in this too. I know we keep saying this, but would he be too cool though? Like Ross? Yeah. Nah, you know Ross funny, man. He gonna put the character on. He gonna be full on Rick Ross, man. Rick Ross will make it funny. If he if he's comfortable. He gotta be against somebody that he's comfortable with. Could Ross and Meek do one? Or is that disrespectful to Ross? Well they got well, who gonna play I'm a boss? Mm. They got they got bangers together. Like who gonna he, play That's when you gotta do that's the strategy of it. So like motherfuckers can make this strategy. 
Like, because if that was the case, if I'm Ross and Meek, I'm playing that first. Like, <laughs> I'm taking this, so you can't <laughs> use it, my nigga. So if I go first, and if it, if, if we flip in the coin and I go first, boom, out the gate, I got it. So I know that's one you ain't using. That's two birds and one stone right there. And then if we if we being 100, and I said this on, on the Instagram Live, this is usually better with legacy acts, mm-hmm. with two people yeah. who aren't necessarily in their prime right now. Yeah, because of the nostalgia of it. Exactly. Yeah. It, that, and so this is kind of like Dancing with the Stars. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, so it, I, I think we're, I think what we're gonna see is a Wayne versus somebody. I think we're gonna get Wayne on the, on one of these next like two. That would, and that leads me to my next point. Niggas need teams for this now. Mm. If it's gonna be a nigga like Wayne, and he need a DJ, he need a hype man, he need a curator for his playlist. Cause you would get Wayne up there playing all like life is like I'm not a human being shit. No, nah, like, he better not play that shit. Rickly confused. But like nigga like Wayne gonna need a curator, uh, a MC, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, a DJ, all of that shit. Yeah. He just need to come and smoke. Just say a couple. If you got a story for it, cool. If not, like just be here. Uh, but niggas, I do think could put teams together to help them out with this. Cause uh, one thing that Fab could have did with some coaching, and we've seen we seen this from the sideline, and it's easy to say armchair quarterbacking now, but like. I said, don't try to match this nigga Jada Kiss with that street shit, or like you said, like no, nah, yeah, nigga, nah. I'm hitting you with twenty hits. Yeah, Billboard like, shit. Nigga, yeah, like I'm cheating. I'm using my Drake shit and all that because I know you ain't got that. <laughs> Come on, my nigga. Like for a nigga, like you literally got to leave no doubt in the nigga mind. Like for a nigga to walk away and say I won or lost this, like I I, I went in there and did that. And I feel like Fab could have did that. He was just too like I'm trying to cater to us like no nah, my nigga blow this nigga out the water we can play all of that shit later if if you look at their discographies who's who got the better discography out of them two Jada and Fab man that's rough we count mixtapes nah I was just gonna say albums but but no mm. fuck it throw mixtapes in there no nah, fuck it throw mixtapes in there well if it's mixtapes in there I would go with Fab cause of the Soul Tape series no, because uh, of the some... fucking ten fire ass mixtapes that he has, nigga. <laughs> Not just the soul tapes. Well, that soul tape series, because Jada Kiss got some fire ass mixtapes, mixtape songs, classic features. Yeah. Um, but I gotta go Fab. Fab got a better discography than Jada Kiss, especially if it's something like my preference of what I want to listen to. Though I enjoy Jada Kiss a lot more as far as being in this battle and. There's some of this shit too grimy for me. Like, like as we know, patrons of this show and like some of that New York shit, like the the Wu Tang, like Ghost real grimy New York, New York shit. I'm I'm done. Yeah, I don't need no parts of that. Uh, and Jada Kiss get in their pocket sometimes, and Fab really not. Fab really just be always on his fly shit and relatable to niggas down south that may not be on that New York shit. So I gotta go with Fab. Yeah, nah, it's I, me too. Fab, like, come on, man, the mixtapes is crazy. The mixtapes alone are nuts. You know what I'm saying? Don't do Jada Kiss any kind of way, though. Nah, Jada got the mixtapes and shit, but not like Fab, though. Woo-wee. Hey, man. Like, niggas like niggas used to be hot at Fab because he made his albums the way he made them. Like, man, nigga, give me a tape, bro. Like, yeah, damn. I don't want shit. How much you think did, did Jada Kiss charging for a feature right now? And Fab? I can get a Jada feature for 20. Mm. What you paying Fab? I can get that Fab feature for twenty eight. Mm. Easy. And Marshall Falk. 
<laughs> Easy. And them nigga, and that 16 is getting emailed to me and getting Dropbox nigga that night. You ain't talking about nothing. Yeah, that's fair. It's a fair price. Uh, that's funny if Fab will laugh at 28. Nah, he nah, he with that. <laughs> I'm mean, in a though. Like, who am I? You see what I'm saying? Like, if I'm a if I'm MC, no motherfucking body, then maybe uh, he might be like, nigga, who the fuck is you? What if he's a cosigning uh, you? <laughs> what if I'm 42, Doug? Ah, uh, he'll and do I'm, that though. Yeah, he doing them for free, really. He, he don't do them any kind of way, but he doing that. He doing that. Doug, the next hottest nigga, man. He he gonna do a trade off on those. On why those why <laughs> didn't Jada play? Why? With Anthony Hamilton, he was drunk. That didn't make no in in the times that, that we I in. Think it, that was one of those where he had it queued up, but the liquor got to talking. And when he kept going back there talking to the DJ, he was trying to keep it street. Man, nigga played and a song I, with Jaheim. I felt like that's bro. what happened. Yeah, he did. Nigga that played a, a song. song he, what? I have no idea what's that, what album that song is. Even on, I'm lying. Yeah, nigga played a song with Jaheim I had never heard before. Like, nigga, what are you doing? Play why? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think, like I said, I think it was an audible. I that really was do think it was audible, an audible because they was doing a lot Omaha. of audibles back there. Yeah, they was doing a lot of audibles back there, though. Yeah, uh, but overall, man, I thought it was fire. I had a good time watching that shit. I'm not gonna lie; they kept it moving pretty quickly. Jada was yeah, hilarious. That was the memes are classic on Twitter already. Like it was good, man. It was a highly contested battle again. I got them tied up. I got it closer than you do, but that was fun, though. It was fun. We won. There you That's go. The culture won. won. Yes. Um, speaking of winning, first of all, y'all let us know what y'all thought. Go to On Deck TV podcast on Instagram. Go to the uh, Rap Chat group on Facebook. Let us know what y'all thought. Who you thought won, and what the score was too. We need all of that. Um, but speaking of wins and losses, man, you know what time it is. Let's get to great segue. Yeah, absolutely. Wins and losses, man. We got a W first to shine, shine pole, man. Um, he is running for house of representatives in Belize. Puff shouted him out on Instagram, man. So big W to shine. Puff shouted out shine. Yeah. He the reason that really? people know that he's running for house of representatives. Well, no, this was reported a couple of weeks ago. Didn't we talk about that? No. I didn't say that, huh? Well, his dad, Dean Barrow, is a Belizean politician as well. He's the prime minister of Belize. Yeah. So it runs in his family. I think his uncle as well was also into um, the politics in, in Belize. So shout out to Shine, man. Hope he can get it. Now, that's a good move for him, man. His, his uncle is, he's replacing his uncle in the member of yeah. parliament. Okay, so. I knew his uncle was somewhere. Now, but his dad was a prime minister. He still is. Oh, really? Dean Barrow. He looked just like him, too. Yeah, that's crazy. He was the first black prime minister of uh, Belize. Shout out to, yeah, shout out to Dean, man. man. Did it ruining this nigga life? Nah, nigga. nigga yeah, them, them 10 sent him back. Yeah, they, did it ruin this nigga life? He trying to be a rapper. This nigga, can't, nigga daddy, the prime minister. You trying to be a rapper, nigga? Yeah, shit nuts. Um, next up, man, we got a W two for real for opening a new restaurant in San Tropez, France. It's called Two Share. Damn, that's what's mm. up. I don't know if it's a WAL right now, man. It's like rough for the restaurant business. What's it like Hopefully, in France, though? Uh their numbers are better than ours, but they mm. were on a much strict, stricter lockdown. So I'm not sure if people are able to go full capacity. I'm not sure. I have to check in France, but I hope it does well. Yeah, man. I First of all, the name is some slaw. Two shares. Yeah, that's two shares. But I guess it's some French shit. I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's like a um, 
what's it called tapas type where you order the big shit and everybody share. Yeah, I, everybody I don't share know. That shit. But it's, it's something clever. Yeah, and it's, it's cool, but it's something about rappers owning restaurants. I be wanting to pull up to them and see what they talking about, man. Like I be wanting to see what their restaurants hitting on. I know we went to um, Two Chains Joint Escobar's mm-hmm. down here. What, you didn't make it to Ti one, did you? I didn't get a chance closed. to get there. No, I didn't. They closed that shit in record time. Um, I once <laughs> once this pandemic shit is over, the first restaurant I want to go to is Jeezy's. Jeezy's down. Jeezy's down. He's down here. Go to that shit and see what he's talking about. What's Jeezy restaurant? Uh, it's a steakhouse called American Cut. Oh, I do remember some reading about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I checked that out. We can get that 100%. Yeah. I went to Cam Newton, not a rapper, but Cam Newton got a cigar body. I it's pretty smooth. Mm, don't nobody <laughs> smoke cigars no more. That's crazy. No, that's right. Um, All up a day. Shout out to Pharrell, man. I'm in, well, Next time I'm in France, I'm pulling up. Uh, we got an L. We got to pass out some L's. It ain't all about W's right now. We got an L to Virgil Abloh. Uh, for designing Pop Smoke's album cover and the backlash being so severe that Pop Smoke's team has now changed the album cover three days ahead of its drop date on Friday. Super L for Virgil. Virgil out here scamming niggas, man, and it's finally coming to light. Uh, <laughs> niggas is finally catching up to Virgil in his scamming ways. There was a tweet out there that he said he thinks that the American flag was the best uh, creative design ever or some shit yeah, in I history. I don't know. Then the nigga shucked the shit out of IKEA with that bullshit ass receipt design. Like this nigga, they finna get Virgil up out of here. And it's all fun and games. People accept how creative you trying to be and how abstract you want to be, as long as you ain't on shyst. As soon as you on shyst and you give a nigga fifty dollars for their foundation and $50 for the calls, like niggas see what you really own, oh, you out of here. All this shit start looking stupid then. And listen, keep that same energy when these fours come out next month, please, because I need them in my motherfucking collection. I'm good. Please keep that same. Spread all of this. Yes, fuck Virgil, fuck Off-White. Don't support any of that. You still gonna buy them. Yes, I'm getting my size 13. I need those in my closet. Fuck what y'all talking about. Jesus, Louise. Um, A bonus W. Bonus W to my boy Kanye fucking West. Let's go. West day ever was last week. He announced a 10-year deal with Gap Clothing for the Yeezy Gap line coming in 2021. I need all pieces. And he just dropped a new single. I need all pieces. Yes. He dropped a new single with Travis Scott. I need all of the, I need the album. I need the vinyl. I need the tape. I need the CD. Let's fucking go. Big W to Kanye. <laughs> you definitely not buying this single. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Ye, man, being 48 years old and mm. still able to move the needle like this, man. It's very impressive yeah. to be able to do this. I think that West Day Ever is, is that's very clever. I like the that hashtag. Hard. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, and the deal with Gap, that's big. Like Gap is a brand that, that gets him into more homes essentially like yeah. niggas, uh, people uh, gap is an everyday american brand and like people to be able to go in there and get the yeezy sweaters and shit i think that's go that's a big deal for him uh so much success to him in that brand that line is amazing that he still moves the meter like that to me but now, shout out to him and he gets um he's already cooking with adidas but he also gets royalties from this gap deal so it's a major play right that's fine. Um, it's gonna be essential shit, plain Jane hoodies and shit, no logos and nothing like that. It's gonna be just essential oh, type. Is that is that some of that hype be shit? It's like, is that gonna be on line or like sell out and shit as soon as they drop Man, it? Man, I don't know because it's gonna be mass produced, so mm. I don't know if it's gonna sell out. The reason a lot of that shit sell out because it's limited. 
Would it be smart for the Gap to do that though? To make it mass produced? Yes. I'm talking about like, what if they made some limited pieces? Well, I mean, that, you you can't go wrong with that either. You just got to keep that same energy that whole ten year run though. Ah, oh, yeah, ten years. Yeah, you know I'm saying like you, you're gonna keep it um hot for ten me, years. Yeah. Um, tells me Kanye West may not be with them that long. Yeah, who Strange knows? Feeling. That bag crazy though. Yeah. Um, on Decker of Doc the week, man. Listen, we have a feud going on that is highly entertaining. Mm. between Freddie Gibbs and academics and Gibbs gets this on decker of the week because less than 24 hours into their back and forth Gibbs has merch for sale already with academics head on a Teletubby body. And then on the back, it says DJ academics is the police Where, <laughs> point me to, I got a copper shirt. This shit is fucking hilarious. It's the quickest turnaround of merch in the history of merch. Uh, the beef is funny. It's very entertaining. I'm here for it. What about you? I'm not, man. And I'm I'm beginning to like Freddie Gibbs a lot more. And I don't think that this is a smart move for him. And the reason being, like, niggas like academics are dangerous because you play back and forth with him like this online. And clearly, if he touches academics, academics is going to sue him. Like, like, there's nothing that he can do to him, really. But more so than that, I think going back and forth with this guy opens you up for even more trolls. Like now, like mm-hmm. these niggas that like him trolling you and like you playing with him make other people think that they can play with you as well. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't like I don't want that type of energy. If I'm Freddie Gibbs, like I ain't going back and forth with you. I'm not making no merch. My nigga, don't say my name. Like the same energy that them niggas from Chicago have from him. Like, bro, like. Please continue, don't say my name. Almost like you, you're gonna regret it, and that's I would leave it at that. Like I can't like it, it may be funny, like some of this shit funny, but I just for the simple fact that I don't want the rest of the niggas that like him playing with me. Like me and you might can get this off. I don't know if it's a publicity stunt for everyday struggle or whatever. He may not like him. I ain't sure the the, the true the the true root of this. Like they, they may just be joking around, and okay, we taking it too serious. But if they're not joking around. I don't want to open the door for act fans to play with me like this, man. Like my <laughs> nigga, like nah, because I'm gonna hurt one of them niggas. <laughs> like they ain't gonna sue me like you. Yeah, act is in his troll bag right now, and I thought it was interesting that Gibbs said that I'm not. He he, he said I'm not Vic Mensa, nigga. I'm not gonna play with you like that. You know what I'm saying? He clearly I, is. I thought that was interesting. Because <laughs> Vic, Vic Mensa went on the show and said, "Man, I'll slap him. the shit out you." Right, man. like right here in your face, my nigga. I'm ready to smack you. You say one more stupid thing. <laughs> Like Vince, Vic Mensa took it there. Like Freddie Gibbs joking with this nigga, and jokes was funny. Don't get me wrong; like they were funny, and I ain't trying to dampen the crowd. I mean, damp be Debbie Downer or that like that. I get it, but it just like it opened up too many doors for other niggas to play with you now. Like pause, like my yeah. nigga, no, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got this because he got that got a lot of fans. But people fail to realize, regardless of how our generation feels about him or how you specifically feel about him, as far as individually not liking him like and they got a lot of fans a lot of people listen to what the fuck he say so i don't want them people trolling me so to avoid all that my nigga keep my name out of your mouth hey and and then takashi got brought into it talking about that time <laughs> that time they had gibbs in new york <laughs> hey man hold like on that, what happened you remember when he got to a jim jones and them yeah, I do remember. Yeah, that, 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 was, that, was nine trait. Yeah, that was a nine trait. Yeah, that was that was a nine trait nigga. So you know, of course, the the fucking mascot for that shit is gonna jump in and throw his two cents, even though he didn't have a goddamn thing to do what with it. What did nothing. he say? 
He just that. he. I think I don't really. I don't think he knew he was actually being on camera when he was uh-huh. talking to um to academics when he was talking about how the how them niggas had Freddie Gibbs in a very compromising position in mm. New York. <laughs> See, that's why I like you don't play with niggas like that, man, because they start bringing up bullshit like this is real situation. Nah, that was very real. <laughs> My nigga, now nigga like academics <laughs> recording a secret conversation with a nigga trying to be funny with you. That's like you don't play with niggas like that because they don't got the same rules as you. Like Freddie Gibbs, regardless of how I felt about him, he he I always thought he was a real nigga. Like I ain't like his situation with Jeezy at all. But if you're a real nigga, man, you can't play with fuck niggas like it, man, because they ain't gonna play by the same rules. They're gonna do shit like what you just said. Like they gonna talk you out of private your, conversations, out of your space, they gonna trick you out your spot. Yep. Look, Freddie Gibbs just not getting big to the point where he should be. Nigga just signed a deal, man. I'm not gonna play with DJ Academics, man. Like my nigga, all it would have took is one tweet, and I promise you, I would have pulled up on him. He would have never tweeted about me again, my nigga. Like ever. Like, forget my fucking name, bro. Real quick, though, what what did you think about what he said about Jeezy? Said Jeezy was a legend, but he's musically irrelevant right now. Mm. It's accurate. I don't even know why you're thinking. It's accurate as fuck. <laughs> but, okay, but why 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 is Freddie Gibbs have to say that? He was asked. Kind of sort and you well, indirectly, you right? Know, got to Jesus some kind of way, but no, I think that these opportunities for Freddie Gibbs to be a like a star to graduate to the next level, like even when you do small things like this, like notice motherfuckers like the big dogs, they don't talk about beef or mention other people's name really in interviews. So it's a perfect opportunity for him to put that shit behind him. Quit associating me with Jeezy. Like, I don't even have a reason to talk about Jeezy right here. I don't know. I don't even listen to Like He could have been slick and been like, shit, I don't even listen to Jeezy. Is anybody? That's what he said. Like, That's basically what he said. No way. He went all into it being relevant and him being a legend. Like I ain't, I ain't even explaining nothing about Jeezy, my nigga. Keep it moving. What's that nigga, next? That nigga said, what you gonna do? You gonna beat me up? Jeezy gonna beat me up, <laughs> but see that's too much though. Like that's I just feel like that's too much for as good a rapper as Freddie Gibbs is. I ain't trying to take away from his personality, but I just think that he plays at the wrong time. Like, I ain't like my nigga. I ain't that. That's that that really like you don't get no points for that. I'm waiting on my Gibbs merch, man. It's on the way. I can't wait. That Alfredo merch final. That Alfredo merch. I like is what tough. Freddie Gibbs is doing, man. He just need to tone it down a little bit. Quit playing with that, man. He play with niggas like it. Man, we wrapping up the show, man. Give me something. Put me on to something, man. Please. Man, you know what I learned a little bit more about this week? I'm going to put you on to, if you don't know about, swing trading. Mm. Swing trading is the concept of moving and buying stock within a period of one week to like a month. One one week to six weeks. Okay. Realizing the patterns that they were moving in, buying multiple shares and selling those shares before their price moved. I'm no expert in it, but it seems to be something cool that I'm reading more about. And it's more so if you're trying to trade and make some money, like not on the long term shit, but if you like doing it to to see a return fairly quickly, sure. like six to eight weeks time, like not saying that you'll see that you actually have to be successful at it, but if that's your goal to like move some money and do it like that and and learn about the stock market look up swing trading some dope classes and podcasts about that i learned about that this week what you got to put us on that's dope man i'm i'm in the same vein man on the money tip um shout out to my home girl i don't want to blaze a name she may not want her name out there like that but she put me on to the eidl sba loan 
These are for my people out here that have businesses, LLCs, sole proprietorships. People been hit hard by the in the pockets by COVID. If you have an LLC, even if it's just you, as long as it's still active, man, make sure y'all apply for that EIDL SBA loan. You don't have to take the loan. Just get the advance. The advance is $1,000 per employee up to 10 Get that free money since the government is out here putting it out here for folks like me and you. Take advantage of that shit, man. Shout out to my people for putting me on. It's it's 100% legit. Like, don't it ain't no bullshit. This is government grant money that was part of the stimulus package. So take advantage of that if you got an LLC or a sole proprietorship, man. Don't sleep on that. Absolutely, man. Take that money where you can get it and flip it. Exactly. We all about the black ownership here at the Real Bill Network and on Deck TV podcast. It's another week in the books, man. Absolutely, man. We appreciate y'all checking us out again on Deck TV podcast on Instagram. Leave us a comment on iTunes and uh, go to patreon.com slash realville for bonus content, man. Absolutely. Be looking on the lookout for everything that we drop. We appreciate you guys for listening. We out. Yes, sir.